0: Never take a day off. Work around the clock, my engineer getting paid off. Rock like Ace up, like the weed and take off. So high cannot see eight off.
1: Now I got these rappers on breaking. Hello, everybody. Today is Tuesday, September eleventh, and WWP is back on schedule out on, on a nice Tuesday night here in September. I am joined here with my co-host Parker Hawk. How we doing? Howdy-o. Uh, rip and peace to a
0: great artist and it sounds like an even greater guy you and me both grew up with mac uh he will be missed
1: yeah i uh, just wanted to start the start the show with a little bit of macadilly uh just like you said it was uh he was he was very he was very close i guess with our age group i could say I, I would say i mean he was only 26 uh so he was only he'd be three years older than me uh you know i mean it it, it, it just hit home you know just growing up through high school I think, yeah. I, act- I think I actually ha- I burned a CD with his stuff on it. I honestly I think it's in my car. Uh, yeah,
0: his popularity really hit when we were in, like high school. Oh time. yeah,
1: big time, big time. But um, nonetheless, we got a heavy slate tonight. We got a recap of NFL Week One. Um, it was a uh, it was a fun Week One, I'd say. Parker, what would you say? I'd, I'd say it was pretty good. Oh yeah,
0: I had some surprises as per usual. Some yeah. expected things. Um There weren't really any big injuries
1: that i can think of no and that that is i i didn't even think about that until you brought it up uh but yeah that's pretty pretty important because we saw a bunch in preseason so
0: you yep, know you always feel like that first week you get rid of like three big time superstars yeah that, i mean yeah. we about had it sunday night which we'll get to but
1: right I'm uh came back. exactly We are going to do that. We're going to recap week one NFL. Like we just said, it was a doozy of a week, week one. It was great. Um, And we are going to recap week two of college football. Yeah, I said week two because week one was last week. Um, It's always, it always is kind of weird how I I remember you and I doing this last, last year with the podcast and we're always a week ahead in college, but we're just starting NFL, you know, it's, it's just kind of a weird schedule startup, but nonetheless, football is on and that's all that matters. You have something to watch at night now. It was great. I'm not complaining. And if you are, stop. So, um, yeah, let's just kick it off, Park. Um, week one, it was a – some would say it was a doozy, maybe a sleeper. Others would say it was great. I would say it was a pretty decent week one. Like you just said, Parker, there was no injuries. Um, I'm just going through the slate of games. We actually we – we had a tie in week one. Um but th- the Thursday night game was the Eagles and Falcons, and which we talked about on the Thursday night we did our pickums. Um, the Eagles took that one eighteen to twelve. I thought that game was just horrible—a horrible week, a, a week start to to the NFL season, to be quite honest.
0: That was probably one of the worst opening night games I've ever watched And just like entertainment factor.
1: And do you think? Go ahead. Do you, think that's, do you think that's the reason why Thursday Night Games gets that bad rep is because the games like that are so bad?
0: Yeah, I feel like it's because it's like the short week type thing, but I don't understand why it would have been so bad on an opening night because you've had all this time to prepare. It's not like you're on a short week in the middle of the season.
1: Right, and, that, and that's what a lot of the questions looming around, you know, the Falcons last year, you know, they kind of – they kind of had their ups and downs, and they but they kind of went down towards the end of the year. I mean, they 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 could have won that playoff game easily. I think they had it, um, and then they faced the Eagles on Thursday night, a Super Bowl reigning champs MVP Nick Foles, and I think the Falcons just by listening to you know radio and watching some of the game, the Falcons just gave that one away, plain and simple.
0: Yeah, I mean they had red zone issues all last year, scoring in the red zone, and it was no different week one.
1: Yeah, and I I guess I don't understand, Parker. Um, You got a guy like Julio Jones on the outside, and if you're in the red zone, that should be your play, your go-to play. Get him on an island with a cornerback who's six foot and just throw the dang ball up in the air. Let him go make a play. It's that simple.
0: Yeah, did you see that statistic over, like, the past two seasons? Uh, They've targeted – or Matt Ryan's targeted Julio Jones in the end zone and has gone zero for 22, including playoff games. Is it – is twenty two low to you? I feel like that's a low number through two seasons. That's yeah,
1: like- I, I would agree, but that that also just shows you how many times they don't call it, though. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's a that's a very shocking stat. I'm glad you brought that up because I think that's what that just shows you the frustration that Julio Jones has had with this organization. To be quite yeah. honest, um, doesn't think he's targeted enough in the red zone, which he has a case there. Oh, and twenty two. Uh, Matt Ryan throw him the football let him go make a play he's one of your better at probably one of the better athletes on your team uh, top three receiver top five receiver in the league no doubt um, so yeah I don't understand that at all but uh, don't really want to talk too much about this game get hung up on it but the Falcons did lose 12 to 18 against the Eagles so Eagles got their first dub of the year on Thursday uh, the next the first game on our slate for the Sunday uh, recap we actually have a tie and it was against the Steelers and Browns, believe it or not. Um, both teams should have took an L there, in my opinion. Um, very sloppy game, both back and forth. I give it, granted the weather was really bad, um, but no excuse because both teams had to play in it. I think I think you saw Big Ben make too many mistakes there in that game, which is very rare of him.
0: He, he was the worst part of the game for the Steelers. I thought their defense was really good. T.J. Watt, he's an animal. Uh, Connor did really well, except for the fumble at the end. But, I mean, you can't put it all on him. Ben threw three interceptions, so... I feel like if Ben just stepped up his game a little bit, they would have been able to beat the Browns. I think the Browns have a little edge to them this year that they haven't had in years past, which is yeah. nice to
1: see. I believe so too. Hey, but uh, Parker, this is a, a breaking in, in studio. I'm, I, I'm receiving a call from Tom Winker, so we have to take this call merge. So hold on, folks. We're, we're taking this call, and we're going to merge here in a second. Uh, we're going to have Tom Winker on the line. He's back in action. Um, we are going to have Parker and Tom tonight, hopefully. Um Tom wasn't with us last week, but hopefully he answers this call and he's back with us this week um, to talk some some more NFL and some college. So we'll get him on the line here in a second. Um, if he doesn't answer, we'll expect a call back from him. Tom, how we doing? Tom Wanker. Hello, Tom. Not
2: much, man. Sorry to get
1: after it. Tom you're on the air. So now we've been at we 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 kind of we kind of got a jump before you but you know we got you on the line buddy That's all that matters. Uh we just started we're doing our our week one recap of football. We just went through the uh Eagles and uh, Falcons doozy of a game on Thursday. And I I asked Parker the same question. I said, you know, the result of this game being 18 to 12, very just horrible game. Do you think this is the reason why the Thursday night games get such the bad rep around the league and around the nation? Uh so, man, I actually like the Thursday night games. I mean, especially with this being like the first game of the year, plenty both teams have plenty of time to
2: like prepare. Right. I, mean, I like the Thursday night games. More football. You give those guys like almost a mini-bye week if you can match it up right. Um, I just honestly think that what happened was you sold two teams. Uh, I mean, there was a lightning delay, which obviously threw everything off. Right,
1: exactly. Pushed it back.
2: And then you had the uh, – the Super Bowl hangover, so I mean, I honestly think it
1: was more of a matter of that rather than it being anything else. Right, I would agree. Uh, but we just got into the Steelers Browns tie. Um, it's the first time the Browns have had a, a, a decent record since 2004, I believe. Uh, which that year they went five and uh, five and eleven or four and twelve. I think it was four and twelve. But nonetheless, they're oh oh and one. Same record as the Steelers. Very lopsided game. Turnovers on both sides. I think the Steelers uh, turned it over six times. The Browns scored once on that. That's horrible. If you do that as an offense, you're not going to win many games. Uh, nonetheless, it was a sloppy one in Cleveland. Um, I think they did. They did open up. They gave a couple beers away. I think that was it. a couple beers for a tie. I don't know. I don't know about that one, but uh, would have sealed it, kept it closed. But Parker, I know you were on something there with the Steelers Browns. I don't know if you want to continue. Go ahead.
0: I think the last thing I said was the Browns had edge to them this year that they haven't had in years past. I mean, you'd know more about that than I would. Yeah, a every-
1: little bit of an edge. I mean, their defense has played really good that uh, week one. They played pretty good in the preseason, I would say. So I think their defense is still there. They keep them in games. Just their offense, man. I mean, you got guys like Jarvis Landry, Josh Gordon back. I mean, even a guy like Antonio Callaway who can get in the mix. Um, I mean, you, you you got playmakers on the outside to make your plays. Um, I, I'm just waiting for it to happen because I, I didn't see a whole lot on... Uh, Sunday, and I thought Tyrod Taylor was more worried about running first than passing instead, yeah. which I think hurt him in the long run because, I mean, he took some shots, which if he takes that many shots over the course of a few weeks, he won't, he won't be playing week four, I'm telling you that much. Um, but, I mean, that, that's what makes him such a dual-threat quarterback. He can run and throw. <clears throat> but uh, don't talk too much about that. It was a tie. That's not fun at all. But um how about this game Tom? This is your game. This is your game to call it. The Bengals went into Indianapolis and took the took the win from the Colts 34 to 23. Uh Doyle got to catch the ball, buddy. Doyle caught it. He's got to hang on to the ball.
2: I mean um I think the bigger news besides the besides the game itself was the officiating. I mean, the officiating both ways was terrible. I mean the first ejection of the NFL year came there, which I mean I thought it was a blatant ejection. Yeah,
1: but, I I I, I mean, think I think that rule applied in a gr- a good sense in that position uh, in that game.
2: Yeah, I mean I, I agree but like just watching like all the like all the roughing the passer calls like there's times where like there was a sack and there was a roughing the passer on it, and I just I just don't understand it. Yeah, you can't weigh all your weight on the quarterback this year. Like how are you supposed to sack him then? Yeah, I mean, I don't understand it. I think I think the problem is that they're trying to get football to where it's played with ten people and the quarterback's kinda of like untouchable. And I don't like that. I mean, eleven players should be treated the same. Like if you can hit a guard out of nowhere, then why can't you hit a quarterback out of nowhere? I think it kinda of is putting premium on quarterbacks are more important than any other position and I don't really like that from a perspective of football.
1: I agree. And the game is so fast it's hard in your head as an athlete to if you're running at somebody. Just stop and just think of what the rule in that sense. I mean, it just, it, there's no way. So, I mean, athletes are moving at a, you know, at an all time speed here at players and they can't slow up. So, they have nothing else to do than make a tackle and you get penalized for it. Uh, it just sucks because, uh, I mean, football is a violent sport. You know, these guys are getting after it and you hate to see a call that goes a different route, uh, maybe hurt or help you in a sense if you're on offense, if you're on defense. Um, but good to see Andrew Luck back and healthy. I mean, he, he, he played a, played a pretty well, a good game on his, in his first day back. Um, He's, he's he's still walking. That that's the important part, Tom. He's still walking. Yeah, that's the key. I mean, Andrew Luck is I I
2: think one of the I think he's a top ten quarterback in the NFL. Um just watching him out there. I mean, he's just a natural leader. I mean, I thought I mean one of the things that was unique about that is both Andy Dalton and Andrew Luck both threw a pick on their first
1: pass of the yeah. year. Yeah. That was kinda like the uh I want to say the – I can't think of the word, but around the league it was kind of that kind of quarterbacks throwing picks maybe on first drive, second drive, just kind of getting out of the way, I would assume. Um, But a lot of quarterbacks did that this weekend.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm interested to see like you know three weeks from now because I thought both teams looked pretty good. Yeah, I mean, 34
1: points and 23, they put up some points this weekend.
2: Yeah, so I'm interested to see if both those teams are just bad or how those teams compare (laughs) down the stretch. So – I mean, the Bengals have a really good running back in Joe Nixon. I mean, I think he, he's on his way to being the best running back in the AFC North, especially with Le'Veon not really deciding when he's gonna
1: come back. Right.
2: I mean, um, yeah, I think it'll be interesting for sure.
1: Um and then moving on here we got we had the Titans Dolphins. That was delayed for I wanna say about nine hours, I think. Uh, they were in a rain delay after the first. I think the midway through the first quarter, it was seven to three. The Dolphins ended up winning twenty-seven to twenty. Do you think uh, Tannehill is going to make a big, big impact this year for the Dolphins? Anybody? Parker, Tom, go ahead. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I mean, he was hurt pretty much all last year, so
2: yeah. I mean, I don't really know if he is doing anything that is going to make a huge impact for the Dolphins. I mean.
1: I mean, you're, I move, you're, you're moving on from Jay Cutler. Your, your quarterback's not Jay Cutler anymore. Let's just put it that way.
2: Yeah, but if you look at it last year, it's not like they gave Jay Cutler, I would say, or any of the quarterbacks
1: you had that Jarvis. there, a chance. I mean,
2: I don't think that, you know, if the Dolphins win this year, it's going to be because of Ryan Tannehill. I think it's going to be because you have an electric backfield with Kenyon Drake and, Frank Gore and you know you have a pretty solid defense. I mean, they they drafted high and they got a really good defender from Alabama, and making Fitzpatrick, Kenyon Drake looks every bit the part of being really good. And then Frank Gore is just steady. I mean, that dude. I think he's gonna play till he's 15, so still average four yards a carry.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
2: so I think it's more of that. And then you're gonna see Tan maybe be better just because of the fact he's he's actually gonna have a run game to where he's gonna be able to take some shots get some one-on-one matchups compared to when, you know, they couldn't run the ball and then teams were just sending them seven or, you know, dropping eight at times. And, you know, the NFL is really tough when you can't run the football. I mean, there's
0: only a select of oh, yeah. quarterbacks who can exceed that run the
1: football. I would agree. Uh, Parker, any comments?
0: Uh, my only takeaways from that game is Delaney Walker's out for the year. And uh, Mariota got hurt before the delay, correct? Yeah, I mean, the AFC
2: South is wide open, I think, this year. Yep. I, I think, think the Titans are going to be near what people thought they were. Yeah, they'll probably finish bottom
1: of that division. I think. Who knows? Yep, yeah, we'll see. Time will tell. But I, I don't. I really just looking at this. I don't want to go through all these games. Uh, I'm going to highlight some that I think are pretty pretty uh, stand out to me. Um, one, the Buccaneers took it to the Saints in a shootout, 48 to 40. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick threw what five touchdowns, I believe, against the Saints. I want to say it was five. Should, four. It his,
2: should it be his job when Jameis comes back?
1: Oh yeah. Oh, I totally agree. And Parker, Parker, and I hit on this last week. I think, I think Jameis is, you know, either going to be a backup there, or he or he's good as gone. I mean, I, I don't see him this being his team. I mean, what he won four games last year, five games last year with them. Uh, Didn't they extend him? Uh, I'm not. I'm not quite sure on that. Not quite sure. But I mean, after that performance last last week against the uh, the Saints for. Fitzpatrick, patrick i mean uh, he's got he's got a case to be in there for quite a while until he does something stupid or messes up and then they just decide to just pull him but um i think it's his job to lose and i think i think you guys would agree with me there just just by the sole fact they put up 48 and i, and I mean he's got a guy like mike evans who can make a play on any any day uh, i think he's a heck of a wide receiver uh, i think he's overlooked because of his quarterback and, and Jameis. because to me Jameis doesn't do much on the field to 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 make Mike Evans look spectacular. Um, so I think Fitzpatrick is a good, is a good quarterback for him to make plays. But um, um, moving on, I guess, I guess you kind of, kind of how this one as a, eh, maybe a good game. Uh, I wouldn't say it was a good game, but the Jaguars beat the Giants 20 to 15. I know Eli had a, what he had a pick six late in the game that I think was a deciding factor for the Jags. But um, I don't know uh, what, what's your guys' feelings about the Giants this year?
0: So it was cool seeing Saquon and Jalen Ramsey get into
1: it. Yeah, that that was good. I, l- like you and I, Parker, said, I like the Jalen Ramsey smack talk between our teams. I think he needs to get put in his place sometime, someday.
2: Tom, got got anything? I,
1: I, I can't stand Jalen Ramsey. I yeah, mean, I, I don't think anybody in the league can. Although him and OBJ uh, swapped jerseys at the end of the game. Not saying much, but... Uh, that's one of the traditions in uh national football league is switching jerseys at the end of the games.
2: Uh, I think OBJ is one of the most overrated wide receivers in the NFL. So I think the Giants really kind of sealed their fate of just wanting to be mediocre when they locked
1: him up. Take that uh, with you, OBJ take that with you. You heard it here first. Um, but moving on to that game, that game, I don't know. It was, it was an all right game. Um, Jack's defense is good again. Um, I don't know if you're going to believe the Blake Bortles hype like you know a lot of people will, but I don't know. I don't see it. Um, the Ravens absolutely took it to the Bills. Uh, could the Bills be one of the worst teams in the National Football League this year? Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, I, think, they're actually, record. I think they're actually tanking so
1: they can get another quarterback because they figure out Josh Allen is just so bad. Yeah, I, I think it speaks a lot to for them to start Peterman on the week one. But, I mean, you know – I don't know. I don't know what the bill. I, I think that's a good That's a good mix to say, Tom, there is they're tanking for a good reason because they want to get a better draft pick, get a decent quarterback for next year. Um, but, yeah, that was just an all-out smashing by the Ravens uh, on the Bills. But nonetheless, um, Patty Mahomes got his first dub uh, as a quarterback against the Chargers, 38-28. Um, good game for the Chiefs, Chiefs' kingdom, baby.
0: Tyree Kill, man. He was all. Well.
1: Yeah, and I I think think, he
0: had 268 yards from scrimmage.
1: Yeah, and I think Patty Mahomes is going to realize that that's going to be his guy, and he's going to love that. I mean, that guy's just electric.
2: Have have any of you guys, like, I was was watching a lot of the national media, and they were talking about, like, how the Chargers were, like, a surprise pick to go be, like, a Super Bowl team this year. Really? Yeah.
1: Really? I didn't hear that.
0: Did you hear that too, Parker? Yeah, I've heard it on, like, multiple, like, ESPN, Fox Sports. Apparently their roster's, like, stacked. It's really deep. I just don't see it. I mean, I, I don't trust
2: Philip Rivers at all in the playoffs. I mean, he's won a big playoff game yet.
0: Yeah, and, like, traditionally, the Chargers don't usually start off their season very well.
2: I mean, my, my big thing is how can you predict someone to go to the Super Bowl if they're not even going to sell out? Yeah, they don't even sell out in LA.
1: It's unbelievable. I agree, and their tight end is like 57 years old, and he just came back to the league. So I, I don't know. But um, a couple other games I would like to highlight, and one that kind of sticks out is the uh, is the Bears Packers game on uh, Sunday night. Uh, Aaron Rodgers went down with an apparent knee injury. Um, I, they didn't really say what it what it was. They just said he he was hurt and he came back and he was cleared. They didn't say what he was cleared from. I'm assuming it was his knee because that's what he was – looked like he was agonizing in pain when he went down and when he got up. Uh, Nonetheless, Aaron Rodgers did Aaron Rodgers-esque-like things, came back and won the game uh, for the Packers. But uh, I think this Bears defense is pretty good.
0: Khalil Mack, man, he balled out.
1: Yeah, I I would agree. He did ball out. He he had an interception and a strip from Deshaun Kaiser, the former Browns 0-16 quarterback. Um, So, I mean – but I mean, the Packers just—I I, think—I think they said it on the t- on, on TV when they were—it was live when he went down. I mean, it was just like the air out of the stadium got sucked out because that was a guy last year who uh, came back before um, before the playoffs tried to get him in. They lost, didn't get in with that shoulder or collarbone, whatever it was, injury that he had set out for. But uh, I don't know. I guess we'll see how the season goes for Aaron Rodgers because I think if he takes another big lick like that. Because he didn't get a whole lot of protection on Sunday night. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I think that's the biggest question looming in the Packers is their, is their offensive line and how much protection they can give him uh, throughout the course of the next 15 weeks, I would obviously say, uh, not considering the bye week that they're going to get. Um, but if that's that's really all the games I wanted to highlight. So, Tom, if you have any, go ahead real fast.
2: Uh, John Gruden just getting spanked in his opening his opening game could this be one where, like, maybe you know, buyer like you know, buyers or sellers regret selling Cleo Mack and not just paying him
1: right? And I think last night you say that interesting enough. I think they said John Gruden wanted wanted to start fresh and go young, but he has like the second oldest team in the league at 28 years old.
2: Yeah, I I don't get it. Um,
1: yeah, I, I I question that too as well, Tom. I don't know what he. Did you guys see the comments he made today about Cleo Mack? No. He basically said that he was asked about it. I think before the game or after the game. I don't know one of the, one or two. And he said he he said it didn't matter because he because he knew he knew in his mind that Cleo Mack wasn't going to show up for practice. He wasn't going to show up for OTAs. He wasn't going to show up for Week One. So that's why he just got rid of him. Yeah,
0: yeah, I saw that,
1: that so, interview. So I mean, I don't. I'm not buying that at all. I mean, if you tell the guy, listen, we're gonna pay you, you be there, uh you be there on Sun on uh, Monday, he he was gonna be there. No doubt. He was gonna be there. But nonetheless, ran him out of uh Oakland. So I mean, you know, it is what it is. But uh yeah, Tom, is that is that your highlighted game of the week?
2: Yeah, that's it. I mean, I expected more from the Raiders.
1: I did too. And the thing is I think Derek Carr is a pretty darn good quarterback.
2: I think so, too. I think they'll be fine. I mean, I think the Rams are just really good. That roster's stacked.
1: Yeah, I would agree. Their defense is really good. Obviously, Jared Goff coming back, Todd Gurley in the backfield. Um, they got Brandon Cooks, who's been bouncing around from a couple teams. Uh, he looks pretty electric with them. Um, but, yeah, good things coming from –
2: I'll tell you one thing, though. If there's one coach in the NFL who could pull off this move and not worry about being fired, it would be John Gruden.
1: Yeah, oh, I agree, 100%. 100%. I mean,
2: there is no way that you can fire John Gruden.
1: At all because you owe him a hundred million dollars. Exactly. Exactly. Oh no doubt. Um, Parker, any game of the week that you want to highlight?
0: Uh, I'm just gonna cruise through three. I'm not really gonna go all that in depth. I was gonna be like headlines. Uh, San Francisco, Minnesota. Jimmy G looked nothing like he did last year. I'm sure that has something to do with how great Minnesota's defense is. They look just the same they did last year. Um, or his uh, porn star girlfriend kept him
1: up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the two. Good, good, uh, good thought there, Tom.
0: Former team, Jimmy Jeans former team, New England, beat the Texans by a touchdown, but it didn't really feel that close all day. I right. kind of knew the Patriots were going to pull it off. I still think the Texans are going to compete in the South this year as long as they can keep uh, Deshaun Watson off. And then Carolina-Dallas watched part of that game. It's kind of a snoozer. Dallas's offense didn't look very good. Carolina's defensive line looked really good. Zeke
1: got the um, ball fifteen times there. I would, I, I would add.
0: Yeah, you need to get what is Urban? it feels like Ohio State versus uh, Michigan State again.
1: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that that was another game I forgot to talk about too. But yeah, that was, I yeah, I would say that one was boring to watch. Not a whole lot of offense. Um, I guess I kind of question the Panthers. I mean, their go-to receiver is like Devin Funchess, and then their running back is McCaffrey, obviously, because they're m- one of their b- most electric offensive players. I would say, but I mean, their go-to receiver is Devin Funches, the the created tight end out of Michigan. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, questionable, but uh, but Tom, uh, I talked to Parker. We're we're gonna do something here a little different. Um, I'm sure you're aware of the Come On Man um, take on ESPN. Yeah. Well we're going to do a come on dude. Come on dude like one game of the week that just kind of you're just like, "Really? Really?" But I am I'm, I'm going to start it off here. I told Parker what, I'm gonna, what to use. I'm going to go with the Jets Lions. And I am I'm, I'm I'm honing in here on the Lions because I had to sit there and watch Patricia with a pencil in his ear for four quarters and he didn't touch it once. And I had to watch Matthew Stafford who's guaranteed 125 35 million dollars to throw the football to guys in white jerseys. For four quarters. Well, I could say three and a half because Castle came in at the end. But that game, as a Lions fan, I'm just like, what in the heck is going on with this team? Um, So I'm interested to see what happens with them the rest of the year because that was putrid. And I don't even think the Jets' defense is that good, to be quite honest. Um, But, yeah, that's my come on dude for the week.
0: Good good one, man. Um, My come on dude for the week is – Sean McDermott, the coach of the Buffalo Bills, after the game, he just brought it up even before the media brought it up. He's like, I'm sure you guys are going to ask. I'm going to check out the tape on Peterman and, like, basically just see if we can fix it. You know, just like the usual coach jargon that's given after games. It's like, dude, he's not the guy. It's pretty obvious. And I get that a lot of people doubt Allen. I have my doubts about him too, but it's not going to hurt just putting him in there. I mean, it can't. It literally can't get any worse when your quarterback's B rating is 0.0. I agree. After.
1: That's a good one. I, I forgot about that presser. I really forgot about that one. That's, that
0: was my come on, dude, for this week.
1: All right, Tommy, what you got for us?
2: I'm going to go the entire Chicago Bears.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a good one.
2: You have Aaron Rodgers on one leg practically, and you blow a 20-point lead. It's going to be a
1: game coming down in my like November-December man, I wish I had that extra game lead. I agree. I agree. I mean, they had him. I mean, they had him right where they wanted him. They were getting pressure all night on Aaron Rodgers. And then it just seemed like that second half, it was like, what the heck happened? Granted, um, new coach in the system, right? So, I mean, maybe got maybe got a little lackadaisical there. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, are Are you, Tom, are you buying the Trubitsky train or no?
2: I think Trubinsky is going to be really good with Nagy. I think he's going to be a better version of Alex Smith. He'll turn the ball over more, but
1: he's going to take more shots. Agreed. Uh, that's a very good. Those are those are three very good command dudes of the week. Uh, I think very very re- respectable and right to do those three. Um, forgot about the Bills one though, Parker. I forgot about that that, that presser. That that was good. Um, but that is all I got for NFL this week. Um, some good games, some very bad games. I would say um like parker stated earlier um he said uh, i mean a lot of the quarter i think it was actually it was tom a lot of the quarterbacks throwing interceptions this week you know it's week one just just getting warmed up that's all that's that's that's, that's all right um stick with your fantasy teams it's, it's all good um but yeah if you guys got anything to wrap up nfl week one go for it i'm good tom you got anything i'm good all right now we're going to transition into college football who is a week ahead of the nfl like i had said previously they are on week two they just finished up um some pretty good games some uh not so good games um so i don't know parker did, uh, did you just want to go over the ones that we highlighted really last week or any surprises maybe that you, you saw that we talked about that actually happened or didn't happen
0: uh yeah i don't have the games right in front of me but i could take those off the top of my head i mean First one that comes to mind is Texas A and M and Clemson. I mean, that Good was game. a great game to watch.
1: Yeah, I would agree. I think I think Texas A and M is going to be you know one of those you know better teams than expected this year. Uh, obviously, new coach Jimbo Fisher, and I think I think their quarterback play is going to be going to be real important for them. That that um, that Mond. I, I don't remember his first name. Uh, someone help me out. His first name is. So- Kellen. Kellen Mond, that's who's Kellen Mond. Uh, he's a sophomore. I thought he played a pretty good game. He was not afraid to make a throw in tight coverage all night long against that Clemson defense. So uh, I think the Aggies are gonna are gonna contend this year for something.
0: I got a question for you guys. Uh, one of my best friends from back home, he's a huge Clemson fan, and we got into it the other day when the AP poll came out and Clemson stayed at number two. Do you agree with me that? Georgia should skip over Clemson after the way Georgia just throttled. Uh, I think at the time, seventeenth ranked uh, South Carolina this past weekend, and Clemson just barely skid by uh, unranked Texas A&M team.
1: I mean, I uh, guess. Go ahead, Tom.
0: I would say no. I mean,
2: you know, absol- we know absolutely
1: nothing about these teams. Right. It's still. I around. mean, last year yeah. was State was a you know a top ten
2: ranked team. So. I think like if this would have been like week seven, and we know what, um, and we know already what you know South Carolina is, then yeah. But it comes down to it, I mean, we've only seen South Carolina play one game, right? And it's not like they played you know a top you know it's not like they went out there and just creamed somebody. You know what I mean? Right? It's like it's like us like Kentucky beat Florida by two scores. Should Kentucky be a top twenty-five ranked team? I don't know, but Florida was a top-ranked team. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I'm I'm okay with it holding serve for now because, because then all of a sudden, like, what if they jump over, um, Clemson? But then, you know, Texas A&M turns out to be a lot better than what South Carolina is, and South Carolina goes to lose. Right. Eight games this year.
1: That's just my two cents on Right. I, and I and I agree with Tom. It it is it is week two. It's way too early to decide, you know, top twenty five lists at this point. We haven't seen much. <clears throat> there are teams that are gonna peak at their at different points in the year. And uh it, yeah, it's just one of those where you're gonna have to wait. But uh, what I wanted to point out p- upon is is the the decision to go with Kelly Bryant there the rest of that second half. I know they didn't start him to begin the game. Uh, do you think it was a little too premature of Dabo to do that with uh, um, Lawrence to start? Uh,
0: I mean, from what I've heard, the fan base was clamoring for him to start over Kelly Bryant. Uh, this kid's a really big deal down there. But, yeah, I mean, obviously Dabo made the right choice by upsetting him, but, yeah.
1: I mean, I just look at it as a guy, Trevor Lawrence, He come, he's coming into a game against an SEC team who – you know, it's a pretty big opponent on the road, and and you're you're gonna throw him in there like that already. I mean, I mean, I, I say we, I say we start him against like a Furman or something, not yeah. n- not a Texas AM, Throw him to the fire right away. Um, but I mean, I guess that I guess that just shows you the trust that Dabo has in Kelly Bryant to say, you know what, at any point in time, I can throw you in there and you're gonna go win us a football game.
2: I mean, I go with the senior hostile environment. You know, Kelly Bryant took you to a college football playoff game. I mean, I, I, I get what they're doing. And they're just trying to bring Trevor Lawrence along slowly, but this is going to be Kelly Bryan's football team. He got like 48 more snaps than Trevor
1: Lawrence, so yeah. this is his football team. Yeah, I would agree. Yep. Um, But moving on, uh, we had a – sorry, Parker, I didn't mean to go in front of you there, but we had a game <laughs> – We had a a, a football game, a very good game. Actually, I won't say very good. Um, Like a 10-45 start, Arizona State and Sparty. Uh, Herm Edwards is 2-0 as a college football coach, Um, and he took down the Michigan State uh, Spartans uh, at home. What's our take on that, on a 28-yard field goal to beat them?
0: It's already more than I thought Herm would accomplish at Arizona State.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I agree there. I didn't. I, I still don't think he's going to accomplish much. Uh, I think he just ran into a Sparty team that's early on in the year that's still trying to figure stuff out. Uh, they kind of had a scare week one against Utah State, so I think they were kind of still thinking about that one uh, in a sense. But I, I don't think they're ready for Arizona State. It was yeah. hot late game. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I think it was just a tough matchup for him.
2: I think Michigan State's just not that good. They barely beat Utah State. If you go on the road and play Arizona State, who wasn't supposed to be anything this year, I mean, it's okay to say that maybe we just overestimated Michigan State.
1: Yeah, no, and and that's fine. I, I'm not I'm not saying Michigan State's a good football team, but like like I mean like, like we're alluding to, it's still early. Teams are trying to f- still trying to figure things out. But uh, yeah, I, I would I would agree. I, I don't think Michigan State's going to be um, you know r- wrecking through the Big Ten like uh, per usual like they have been and I, I think they're going to struggle a lot this year. And we saw it last uh, last Saturday at 1045. I think it was – I think it was like 100 degrees by kickoff at, at Arizona. So, I mean, that that's tough in itself. But um, nonetheless, we did have a close one in South Bend, Ball State and uh, Notre Dame 24-16. Uh, kind of a sluggish, sloppy game from Notre Dame. Uh, Tom, you were there. So, I mean, maybe you could throw us some insiders.
2: I mean, it was one of the most boring games I've ever seen. Um. The way it looked is like Notre Dame was trying not to get Wimbush hurt. Like, they did not call any quarterback runs until they absolutely had to. I think the only three quarterback runs they called were three quarterback runs to ice the game away in the fourth quarter. I mean, it was obvious they were trying to develop it was a pocket passer. Notre Dame's defense is a lot better than last year. I don't know. I mean, I think Notre Dame is better than what they showed because so much of their offense is built on a running quarterback. They
1: just tried to like aerate it, and um, he's just not there yet. I would agree, definitely, definitely <laughs> a game that took me by surprise. But I, I think the Mac Mac in itself had had a pretty good week too. Wouldn't we say, fellas? Some Macs. Yeah,
0: honestly.
1: this week is mad. Yeah. You. Yeah, um, um, four, ten. yeah I, I just, just Purdue, <laughs> man. Like you're at home. I just. Ah, that 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 hurt as a Big Ten fan. Like per, watching watching Eastern Michigan kick a game winning field goal on the on the road in the rain uh, to beat okay. Purdue um, was, oh, uh, it was like chilling because I just I didn't want to believe it. The weather
2: made that upset possible.
1: Yeah, exact. Oh, yeah, exactly.
2: Exactly. It's raining. I mean, that's just tough. And they don't have you know good running backs.
1: I would agree, um, but staying in the Big Ten, actually, uh, a game that I watched pretty heavily over the weekend um, was Colorado and Nebraska. That was a really good game. Um, Nebraska, I think, gave it up late when their safety decided to go after the receiver who the ball was not even close to him, and he hit him, and he got a, a um, he got a penalty, a 15-yard penalty for it, and that put Colorado State um, in great field position to go score a touchdown on their next possession, actually. Uh, was like a 30 some yard strike to the end zone, which that that was a really good game. I mean, I, I was pulling for, uh, for frost the whole entire game for Nebraska. Um, but interestingly, interestingly, interestingly enough, their quarterback, um, for Nebraska got hurt. I didn't really hear much about this guy to begin the season. I don't know if you guys did at all. Um, but he suffered a, like a, a knee injury late. He had ice on it. Um. He didn't really impress me as a passer as much, but he he could do some damage with his legs. Um, that's pr- that's kind of all I got from the gist of this kid. I know I think he's a freshman or maybe he's a Martinez? sophomore. That his name yeah, is. Martinez. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, he looked he looked decent, um, but I don't know. I just I guess I don't I don't really I question his arm. But then at the end of the game, Nebraska had a chance with their uh, actually walk on quarterback who brought him all the way down the field. They went to like the twenty and um, ran out of time, throwing up in the end zone and. The rest is history. But I don't know if you guys saw that game. That was a heck of a game to watch. I think Colorado's good. Co- Colorado's pretty good.
2: I think what's more
1: interesting is that they had uh that Scott Frost
2: submitted video trying to say that Colorado intentionally hurt their quarterback. I did not see that. Yeah, I didn't Dude, see that. Uh, yeah, so there's footage that Scott Frost submitted that basically they, like – Martinez gets tackled, and like there's literally like footage of the Colorado defender like twisting the dude's ankle. Jeez,
1: I don't know about that one.
2: <laughs> yeah, so like, what's really big about this is uh, this was an old uh, Big Twelve rivalry, and they're signed up to play each other for like, the next five years.
1: Dang, interesting. Um, a player though that I wanted to uh, highlight up for Colorado is, stay with me here on this name, Laviska. Chenault jr um he had 10 receptions for 177 yards with a touchdown the touchdown he had late i mean that that kid is good that that kid is a i think he's got first round talent he's a big dude um didn't really hear much about him until this year but he did some damage for colorado dur- throughout that entire game
2: I can't tell you that. yeah um yeah.
1: just just look him up he's he's a pretty big dude um He's good. He's, he's really good. Um, another game that uh, – another team, I should say, that still is impressing me, and it's only week two, is uh, how Oklahoma just picked up where they left off with their offense <laughs> last year. And I think their defense is better this year than it was last year. Grant, they just – they had an injury to their running back uh, against UCLA, which I don't know if they said he was out for the season or how how long his timetable is. That's a big injury for them. Um, But, yeah, I think – I think Oklahoma, the Sooners, have just you know I mean they pick. I think they picked up where they left off last year. I think they're going to be really good. I think they might. I think they might win that uh, the Big Twelve.
0: Yeah, it looks like it, but let's wait till they play someone actually half decent. Who they play this past weekend? UCLA. Yeah, 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 And then I think they got Iowa State this week.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I just look at some of the players that you know they brought back, and I mean they got. They got Hollywood Brown still as a receiver. Um, I mean, they got they got Lamb Lamb as their, another receive key receiver for them. And I just I, I honestly I, I wasn't sure about this Kyler Murray kid until he until I saw him play the last two weeks. Granted, I know you're right; he's not playing against top tier defenses, but still, the kid's slinging it around the field like it's nothing. Granted, he's supposed to be this high prolific baseball player, so I mean, the kid's got an arm, you know, somehow or some way. I mean, I, I was just very impressed with his, his style of play the last two weeks. Not a very big kid, though. Small quarterback, but.
0: Um, okay. Being an Oakland A's, like a part of that organization, being someone who was like in that room, was, like, yeah, let's draft him. Wouldn't you just be cringing every time Kyler Murray oh, yeah. like, gets sacked or like scrambles and be like, oh, my God, no, no, no.
1: Right, but, but you can't you can't be too nervous because you playing the Big 12. I mean, and we know what best about the Big 12 is you don't play defense right but uh nonetheless football i mean you you never know a lot of guys get hurt during football because it's such a violent sport but um nonetheless um i think that was all i really had for the games of the week oh i guess in kentucky beating florida um how i saw this game was is just we just got another another overrated florida team uh, at at our at our hands that just is not playing in their potential right now um i don't know i guess i just don't buy the quarterback position i didn't like it last year and i still don't really like it but i think florida is going to turn around at some point this year Uh, i'm not saying they're going to be you know bad the rest of the year i think they'll be fine um but yeah i'm just i'm waiting on it just waiting on it
0: yeah i think dan Mullen's too good of a coach i think eventually he gets his guys in there they're going to be churning again as a program oh yeah
1: i think so no no doubt um, what are, I, I guess I wanted to ask a question. What, what are our concerns about Khalil Tate in Arizona right now?
0: Uh, he doesn't run the ball as much. Doesn't have as much freedom as he did last year. It seems like. I mean, he has an airway
2: quarterback or an airway coach now.
0: Yeah. Which they should kind of bend that to like Khalil's strengths. I feel like. Oh, just show one of
1: Gotta love some triple option football. But the last game I wanted to say actually is the USC Stanford, and are we buying Stanford yet? Are we are we buying Stanford? I did week one. I told you they're going to be in the playoffs. Yeah, no, you, you did tell me that. Um, Bryce Love, man, he stepped up. He did. I mean, only mustering up seventeen points. I, I would I would say USC their offense, yeah, very bad. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw um, uh, my buddy old pal Colin Cowherd saying how 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 good how good this makes Sam Darnold because of how key he was for USC last year at the quarterback position.
0: Yeah, he didn't look very good against Ohio State. I don't really see a difference.
1: But um, but nonetheless, I think that that was I didn't really watch much of the Stanford USC game. I don't know if you guys did. Uh, all I know is Bryce Love had a pretty big game for him, which is expected. Uh, I don't think Bryce Love did a lot week one. Am I correct? No. He had
0: Twenty-six yards rushing. In. Yeah,
1: he had hundred. He had hundred thirty-six with a touchdown, twenty-two carries against USC. So obviously some some Heisman type looks there. Obviously, I expect him to be in the race for the Heisman by the end of the year if he could stay healthy. Um, but those are some of the games. Th- those are the games I highlighted this week. If you guys got any, go for it. Uh, those, those are the ones I just kind of had to recap.
0: Um.
2: Oh,
1: I'm good. Yeah, that's all I got. Um, okay, then we're going to do what we did last week, Parker. Uh, we are going to do another early, very early, 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 early college football playoff prediction. And let's go, Parker, let's go, uh, Parker and Tom, let's go top five this week. Let's do our four. And then let's say our our team that's our – let's say two teams who are on the outside looking in right now. So anyone wants to start, go ahead.
2: what? Can you repeat that?
1: Sorry, uh – So each week we're going to try to do an early um, college football playoff uh, pick, uh, who's in, who's out. So we're going to do top four plus two teams, five and six, on the outside who might be looking in right now.
0: Got it. This is tough. Uh, I'll go Alabama, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Notre Dame,
1: Stanford,
0: and Clemson.
1: All right, that's it's interesting. Interesting, you had Stanford in last week. Now you have them on the outside looking in this week. Interesting. Yeah, they're really in order. Uh, go ahead, Tom. I'm sorry. Oh no, I know you
0: were still going to go finish up. Um, I was just, I put Stanford ahead of Notre Dame, probably.
1: No, I mean, because uh, what what I was saying is, you can have your top four, but there are going to be two teams that you're gonna you're gonna decide are going to be on your outside that are not in at this point. So, but the top four don't have to be in any specific order whatsoever. You're just your, your last, you guys specify your last two who are, who are just looking in to get in right now. So you said who and who? Clemson and Notre Dame. i okay. be eight, my two looking in. Okay. Interesting. Clemson, huh? Okay. Okay. I like this. I like this. Tom, who you got?
2: I'm going to go Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, Georgia, with Oklahoma and we'll go Oklahoma and Stanford.
1: Oklahoma, Stanford. That's good. That's good. Two teams looking on the outside. Looking, in. I think that's very respectable. Um, I'm going to go Alabama, Ohio State, uh, Clemson, and I'm sticking with my four from last week, Parker. Uh, I'm I'm putting I'm putting Wisconsin in, and I'm going. Oklahoma and uh, I'm going Oklahoma and Georgia on the outside looking in. Okay, I'm sticking. I'm sticking. Uh, with, I'm sticking with my Badgers. I really want this. I really want this to be the year that two Big Ten teams can get in somehow. I really do.
0: Um, depending on the week's game, it's a big SEC game. LSU Auburn. I think LSU could probably get in in there if Joe Burrow just like himself one more time to me i'll probably put
1: them in there i think i think it'd be funny to have coach o in the college football playoff at the end of the year right. just, just just to see it i guess not not he's even terrible coach. not even to care who what team he's got just to see okay. coach o and then him go up against a team like alabama or ohio state or clemson or georgia whoever it is <laughs> and just absolutely get demolished but uh, but I I love, I love Coach Joe. I guess I just like the way he talks. I don't know. That's probably that's the only reason why. Um, I think Joe Burrow's is a, good, is a is a good quarterback. I think we do good things do good things for him. I think a team to look 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 at though interesting, interestingly would be Auburn. I know they have a tough schedule. They go on the road to Georgia, um, Alabama, and Texas a And M. Um, but that's one team that could possibly, depending on their schedule, could sneak in towards the end of the year. Be one of those teams that are on the outside looking in. Um, come the last couple weeks of the season. I agree. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's all I got for week two this week. Um, nothing really jumped out at me, I guess. I know the Pitt, the Penn State-Pittsburgh game was closed for a while, um, but Penn State won 51-6. to I forgot about that one. Um, not a whole lot of talk about West Virginia right now. A- any thoughts on those guys or where they stand in your head?
0: I think Will Greer's going to win the
1: Heisman. You think so? I, th- yep. I think I think he's a good candidate for it. Um, I'd like to see a quarterback uh, win it this year, um, just because I think there's some pretty good ones out there. So uh, I don't know. I think uh, I think West Virginia is going to be a sleeper this year. I think I think they're going to do some good things. I think they could, I think they could win the Big 12. I think them and them and Oklahoma could compete for uh, a Big 12 championship this year. Yep, yeah, I'd agree. But um, if that's all you guys got, that's all I got. And we're going to end the show then tonight on that note. So any last comments? Go for it.
0: Um, just going into a little bit of baseball because it was kind of winding down last month. Uh, today, big news. The NBA top pitcher. How do you pronounce his last name? Minet, Mani, Manet. Manet. Uh, well, Manet. The guy who threw the. Nicki uh, Minaj? No hitter. He had surgery on his uh, shoulder. And he's out for the rest of the season. He's out for all of next season, it says. Uh, that's huge for my Yankees, who are definitely going to be playing the A's, it looks like, in the wild card game. Well, Josh Donaldson playing in his first game as an Indian tonight. He is 0 for 4 with one strikeout.
1: Welcome back, Indians, Josh. Welcome back.
0: Indians are up 2 nothing. And then, last one I want to give a shout-out to Tom. We have not talked in a while. But I just want to let you know, I'm a whole your boy for the really tight MVP race. I want Hobby to win that MVP this year. Hobby is one of the best hitters in baseball. Unless it's a high fastball or break ball in the dirt, I do can't hit anything if it's that. But I don't know the Brew Crew are giving are giving them all he can handle right now. Yeah, the whole NL is just really tight right now. Wild card, all the well, the break kind of pulled away from the Phillies as a plate. But yeah, it's, it's competitive. I know people aren't really paying attention to it right now because it's all football, but once October comes around... What,
2: what's interesting is is how is the impact Hurricane Florence is going to have on the NL.
1: Yeah, because oh, I agree. I agree, Tom.
2: The entire East Coast, if you have a home game this week, like they're trying to find neutral sites for them to play the game. Yep. Yeah. Because we're supposed to play Washington on Thursday... They're trying to get a push to either
1: uh October or just get the game moved to a different stadium in general. So that's crazy. All right. R- real quick, who do you think do you think the Dodgers make a make a push to get in the get in the wild card of the National League?
2: I say no. I just think we got the firepower.
1: Uh, which which I don't understand because I mean you go make those big moves during the season and, and you're still stuck at, you know, a wild card spot at this point. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I think I think I think they're they're a better team than St. Louis and Milwaukee. Uh, I just by looking at their team. I mean, they're only two and a half back from a, a, a wild card spot, so obviously it's doable. Um, so I don't know. I guess time will tell. Uh, I still think Milwaukee and St. Louis will get in, but I think, but Tom, I mean, being being National League uh, Cent- uh, NL Central fans, man, this this is good for our, our division, dude. I mean, we you get Milwaukee, St. Louis, and the Cubbies in the playoffs in one year. I mean. You, you got the whole NL in there, and NL Central. Besides the Reds, in, in the in the playoffs, it's great. I don't know what. Like, here's my question: would, would you rather have them redo the format to where they give the best team in baseball a bye rather than the one game playoff? No, I don't think so. No. I, I I guess I, I just don't like that. Um, just because I'm I, just I think curious. I know, I, yeah, I, it's a good question. I just think with a buy. I think there's a there's kind of a kind of a layoff there, and teams get complacent, and I, I don't know. I just I just don't like that 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 format, I guess. But um, it's it's a possibility. I could see them going to that if they you know discuss some things. But I think it's fine where it's at right now. Uh, I do. No, go ahead. No, up, man. no, sorry. Go ahead. You're right.
2: I was just curious, like, thing about the Dodgers and teams like that that they give up like a king's ransom to go get
1: like a you know. Like a uh, Manny Machado, right? And then he's gonna—he like, might end up
2: leaving after this, after this year. And teams mortgage their future all to try to make a one-game playoff.
1: Yeah, I—I I mean, I makes sense. Um, but you—you you gotta assume uh, Manny Machado will be back next year, obviously. Um, but who knows? Um, Parker, are you—are you scared at all that the Oakland A or that any of those teams? I, actually never mind i think your yankees will be fine but uh i guess i guess i guess what's i kind of re- i really wanted the the seattle mariners to make the playoffs this year which is looking like they're not going to but uh you never know i i really wanted them to sneak in to get into the american league wild card but i'm okay with the oakland a's getting in because they've kind of been slipping the last couple years they, they haven't had some great success but they're they're there uh so i'm glad for them but i really wanted the mariners to get in this year i don't know i don't know why I was just rooting for them pretty pretty heavily. I mean, they got a great record, seventy nine, sixty-four. Uh seventy nine and sixty-four would put you a game back in the NL for a wild card spot, so good for them. Yeah,
0: I mean they've kinda had a meltdown as they I mean, they fighting each other in their own clubhouse like what, a week ago. I think they've been fighting on the wall that their season's over.
1: Yeah. And yeah, and I mean but but again, that's what happens when you play in the American League. Obviously, I think I think of the American League as like an SEC league in football and like the National League, like maybe your your Big Tens, your Pac twelves, and your 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 Big Twelves, one of those teams. And the the American League just seems to always have better records than the, the NL. And uh I mean even Tampa Bay, they they have a, they're a seventy nine win team, sixty four losses. They're sitting at seven and a half back of a wild card. And if you put that in perspective in the NL – they're only a game back for a wild card spot. So, I mean, it, it's crazy. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, interesting, in interesting though, to see. You got you got to wonder, uh, last point of the podcast, you got to wonder, where's Bryce Harper going to end up after this season? Because they're not making the playoffs, sitting at 500 right now, more than likely not going to get in. Uh, 72 and 72, eight games back. Where's Bryce Harper going to land? That,
0: that, I was right. I was right about Arietta going to the Phillies. I'm going to say Bryce Harper's going to go too because the Phillies got so close this year. It kind of looks like they're not going to make it, but they probably feel like, hey, we just need one more piece and we're going to be able to like get into the playoffs, contend for a World Series. We'll do it better than the Nationals have because the Nationals really pissed that away with all the talent that went through that organization. But I feel like the Phillies are going to give Bryce a huge contract.
1: Yeah, that you called it once, Parker. Can you call it again? We'll see, um, but Tom, Tom, what were we thinking though? Real quick, where, where are you thinking Bryce Harper could possibly end up after this year? I think he or 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 let me say maybe a maybe a best fit for him. A what? Or or maybe like a best fit for him to go.
2: I think honestly the best fit for him to go would be the Angels of LA.
1: Yeah. Okay. Go out there and play okay. with Mike Trout.
2: Go pair with Mike Trout, and make one of the most dynamic outfields in the history of the MLB.
1: Yeah, I mean I could see that too. That I think that'd be a great pairing. Uh, I do James think
2: time market and you don't have the pressure of the Dodgers.
1: Right. And I and I do think I do think LA's right there too. The the annuals are right there. I mean they were seventy one, seventy three win team this year, kinda competed a little bit this year. I think Harper gives them a little step up from that. Uh, maybe next year, you know, eighty win team possibly that's cutting at maybe. Um, I think that brings him up a little bit, um, but yeah, that's also I could see a pretty decent landing spot for him. So uh, two good um, takes. We'll see. We'll see which one pays off. He's gonna be. He's gonna be hot. Um, he's gonna you,
0: be a hot item. Do, What's up, Parker? Do you want him to go to the Cubs? I have a buddy who's a Cubs fan, and he is adamant. He does not want the Cubs to sign Bryce Harper. I would rather keep Jason Hayworth than go spend like three hundred sixty million on Harper
2: that right there is a signing that just takes you out of your competitive window. Yep. If so you go by them up. for that huge contract, then all of a sudden you got to sit there and try to think every time you go to make a move, how are we going to finance this? Yep. If it, Cause if you give them like a 10 year, $400 million deal or whatever, yeah, the first four years are great, but then rapidly starts declining? I mean, nobody's able to live up to those huge contracts. That's one of the reasons why, you know, People are so reluctant to give them out.
1: Yep. Yeah. Good talk. Good talk. Uh, well, that's gonna do it for tonight on this podcast. Uh, good to be back with you, boys. Talking sports. You know, we like to do that around here. Uh, can't wait to get into it more deeply during the season, throughout uh, the playoffs and baseball, obviously. Because uh, one, one, once October, you know, starts getting riled up with baseball. I mean, it, it, it's a great postseason uh, for everyone to watch. So stick with it. Uh, can't wait to get a little deeper in in NFL and college football because once those start to heat up, uh, it's going to be great. Um, we're going to try to do this one on Thursday again. We're going to do some pick uh do some more highlights, uh, spice it up a little bit. But I just want to say thanks, fellas, for coming on tonight. I appreciate it. Pleasure. Um, but that's going to do it for tonight on WWP. Go, go listen to us on Anchor. The podcast will be posted directly after the podcasts are done. Um, yeah, go follow us on Twitter, Anchor, all those good sites that's out there. It's going to be retweeted after the after the show, posted right after the show. So go follow us and uh, have a great Tuesday night, America.
0: Closing time all the doors and let you out into the world. Closing time,
1: turn all of the lights on over every boy and
0: every girl.